0: Hi, this is Delta Jr. and you're listening to Wrestling With Altitude.
1: to the wrestling with altitude podcast i am your host and we're going to do another edition of uh, the edition coming back here we're going to do another uh, fantastic uh fan friday and with me on this episode i've got uh dave conway dave how are you doing hey i am doing great Artie. how about you great uh you know at the time of this recording uh a little behind the scenes we are experiencing our wacky uh weather of uh snowing in uh, may which isn't necessarily unheard of in colorado but uh a little unusual for this late in the, the year but uh it is what it is we just kind of have to roll with it that's it uh so uh first question i got for you out of the shoot: uh, how did you uh, get introduced into this uh wacky world of uh, professional wrestling
0: okay i'm gonna age myself as a kid, I watched pro wrestling on the black and white television with my parents. My mother was a fan of adorable Adrian Adonis, mm-hmm. and I remember uh, specifically for some reason Haystacks Calhoun and Coco Beware.
1: Okay, what was yeah. What was the thing that you, that uh, got your eye on those guys?
0: I'm honestly not sure. Uh, haystacks calhoun probably his gimmick was his size he was a large man he was not built like the traditional athlete yeah and just to see him in the ring doing his thing realizing that you know hey there's more than one kind of person who can do this you don't all have to be top rope flyers yeah and it was just a lot of fun watching him and i liked his character
1: yeah what about, uh, and I mean, I I don't necessarily remember Haystack too well, but I do remember Coco Beware uh, growing up as well. Uh, what was it uh, that did think you intrigued you about Coco, Coco Beware? I just like how flamboyant he was. Yeah. Uh,
0: he didn't come down to the ring with the parrot
1: until later, I don't think. Yeah. Well, that's what I remember, of course. But
0: yeah. He, he, he was just always, though, so an enormous personality. You know, way bigger than his size because he was a relatively little guy for a wrestler.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, it, so it was kind of that uh, the the uh, the entertainment factor, even though that uh, really kind of came in much later uh, than when when you started. It was, you know, they were trying, you know, trying to keep the the kayfabe on that about this is wrestling. This is a real sport.
0: Yeah, they they were trying. They weren't very successful, but they were trying.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean it's it was kind of like the seek the open secret that I think pretty much all of the fans knew it was kayfabe. But that was part of the fun was going along with it.
1: Yeah. Um. So was your uh, primary uh, experiencing the pro wrestling? Was it the television? Or did you also go to uh, live events uh, shortly after getting introduced and, and, and watching it on, on TV? or?
0: It was all television. It was all televised then. Okay. Yeah, I didn't go to any live events until well after I'd been in Denver for a while. So, you know, we're talking 1960s. I was watching it on television. Right. And we're talking in the 2000s when i first started going to live events
1: oh wow and so at at that time was it the uh the the wwe the wcw the the etc for the live events that you attended
0: yeah it was uh any regional events wwe mostly yeah and i was absolutely a wwe fan i still am but i think they're a little bit greedy on their pricing and they always have been yeah so th- that's part of why i prefer the local indie scene
1: yeah um it, well and especially lately i think uh, because uh, i you know uh, another podcast i i listen to as i'm i'm also a listener as well as a producer uh, uh the big thing right now especially the last few years last 2 to 3 years that a lot of uh, businesses uh sports in particular live events uh the bigger ones especially um they're always they're claiming biblical losses and i think wwe and in, uh, in a particular case that were kind of uh, air, uh you know targeting it on they i think they feel like they've really jacked up their uh, live ticket prices uh, have you have you noticed that
0: uh i don't know about their merchandise i know definitely their show in price show yeah. prices have gone to make them Unaffordable, I, I would say they're unaffordable, but based on their audience size, obviously some people can afford them. I'm just not one of those
1: people. Right, yeah, so true. So now, uh, like you mentioned, uh, how did you get your eye on uh, starting attending uh, independent pro wrestling?
0: And that I, I specifically ran a Google search Quite a number of years ago, looking for pro wrestling in Colorado that was more affordable than WWE, mm-hmm. and I found some. And since then, there's like half a dozen promotions, and I go to as many shows as I can.
1: What was the What was the idea? Why? What was uh, What precipitated that? I'm going to uh, you know search for this uh do do the google search what what happened what was it that you just was it just that you wanted to experience uh, more wrestling to see if there is other uh you know presentations other live events other other things as well
0: yeah, I I was looking for stuff that was more non-traditional entertainment if you like Okay I mean it, it, you know, my wife was a, I discovered my wife was also a fan of pro wrestling. Yeah. I hadn't known that when I married her, actually. <laughs> so you know, looking for things for date night kind of things to do.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah, everyone does movies, everyone does restaurants, everyone does theater. Let's find something different. And we did. Wow. Oh.
1: What was the first one that you attended?
0: The first one I attended was actually a Rocky Mountain Pro show. Only back then it wasn't Rocky Mountain Pro. It was uh, New Revolution Wrestling.
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh, when, and how long I, was that? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And it was at, I believe this goes way
0: back to when they were at the Grudge Training Academy. Right. And it was just a blast from top to bottom what i hadn't thought about was getting up close and personal with the talent you know wwe okay you're in a noseweed street see you're really watching a big screen television with a few tens of thousands of other people <laughs> here you're face to face with the people and able to interact with the talent and i loved that
1: yeah and um what other um impressions did you get uh, attending that uh first uh independent uh wrestling show uh was it uh yeah this is kind of the you know along the same thing as the the wwe or uh you know what uh beyond the like you said the the closeness that that you uh experienced that was
0: the main difference and why i've actually come to like it much better than wwe Mm -hmm. because of that and being able to get actually get to know the performers yeah yeah and i don't know also the talent level and at every indie show i've been at regardless of promotion some some shows I've had some, some guys in the ring who maybe weren't quite ring-ready, but that's the exception. Mm-hmm. The rule is these guys are every bit as good as the folks in WWE, mm-hmm. and I love that too.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: I, it's, I look at these and think,
1: why haven't you been recruited yet? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any thoughts on why that is? Do you think it's just a matter of uh, chance and opportunity is it uh you know maybe back then uh how long ago was that did you did you attend the the first show was it uh um probably a little before my time which I think I've been doing this for about attending it for about uh six years now um two thousand sixteen or so uh when when was it that started for you probably not much before your time maybe a year or two ahead of that okay
0: like fourteen or fifteen yeah
1: so so yeah so going back to that what do you what do you uh sus- what do you suspect or you know what are your kind of thoughts of uh some of these uh talents that uh you know may or may not uh that that may should be uh moved up to the uh next level of course uh you know we have you know had you know a handful or so right. uh you know that have come up uh, that that we've experienced have made it to the larger promotions but uh what what else is your thoughts of uh uh, what it is is it like I said is it chance opportunity is it uh, now that we have social media just need to push that social media what do you think
0: uh, I think it's partly that and it's partly since WWE gobbled up a lot of the regional promotions
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's harder to get into because there's fewer companies that that will give national attention yeah. I mean some are coming back like AEW and such Ring of Honor but for a while, WWE was the only game in town if you wanted a national promotion. Right. And they've only got so much rostering and so many talent scouts. And indie wrestling is everywhere. Right. And, yeah, I, I really do enjoy the fact that I got to watch uh, Otis wrestle as Dozer up close and personal before WWE got him.
1: Right yeah one of the uh you know biggest uh ones to come out of the the Rocky Mountain Pro promotion uh to to get out to get up and out there and uh have a, a good amount of success at, at yeah. that level and a lot of fun fun uh stories and entertainment that uh he's got to uh share with uh with the worlds that we got to see first <laughs> yeah and and I do
0: I was kind of not liking very much when they were using him for comedy. Yeah. Now that they've got him as a serious heel wrestler, I think he's kind of found a better niche for himself.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, totally, totally get that. Uh, in your experience, because uh, we mainly uh, here on uh, Wrestling With Altitude like to uh, highlight the uh, the area of the shows and the companies that are in the area, uh, what have been some of your like uh, favorite moments, whether they be uh, matches, experiences, um, like you also mentioned, uh, we get to uh, know these uh, guys and gals at a uh, personal level and have become uh, uh, very good friends. What are, what are some of the highlights and things that come to top of mind for you? Well,
0: uh, the first thing is, especially when I was attending with my wife, In at least half the shows we'd attend to, we were always front row, and about half the time, she'd end up with a wrestler in her lap at some point during the show. Which was a lot of fun. Uh, She enjoyed it a lot. And getting to know the talent. One of the biggest, I, I guess, most emotional things for me is when my wife got sick and had to go to a memory care center for assisted living,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: she had a birthday shortly after she went into the memory care center and the folks at Rocky Mountain Pro sent her a ton of flowers. They, they, every one of them signed a card for her that she loved. It was just that kind of interaction where these are good folks, right? And and that that just really hit me kind of hard. And you know, shout out to Curtis Cole, he organized that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. Yeah, so it's um, you know, so what you're kind of saying is that it uh, when it comes to the uh, independent scene, um, especially if you uh, attend a lot of shows like uh like like you do and like a lot of uh, you know our, our mutual friends do as well, uh, you, you get to be, become a part of the uh, community, and it's just not necessarily, there's this wall between, there's the uh, talent of the wrestlers, and the people that work for the promotions, um, even if they're not wrestlers, if they're part of staff, things like that, but that, that wall doesn't really exist, and you become part of the community, part of the, the extended family and, you know, there's the, um, uh, you know, the group, uh, you know, with especially like Rocky Mountain Pro, we have the RMP Faithful, which includes, you know, everybody that, uh, you know, is a part of and, you know, enjoys that and is under that umbrella and, and, and you know, that, the, you know, showing that we do appreciate uh, people like you as, as well. Sure.
0: And of course, because I'm not involved in the production, I'm strictly a fan. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I'd like to think I know a lot of what's going on behind the scenes because I'm there so much and talk to folks so much. Mm-hmm. But every now and then I, I have these moments where, OK. Is this legit or is this a work? <laughs> I honestly don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's fun not knowing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say that it's. Oh yeah, I I don't always know if something's legit or a work, and I like it that way.
1: Right, you want to be you want to be entertained. You want to be able uh, to not necessarily quote unquote have anything, uh, the spoiled. Yeah, it, it and and I I kind of agree with you too because you know. Listeners, you know, you do know that you know I do work. Um, I'm the, uh, you know, as well as the podcaster. I'm also the merch coordinator for uh, Rocky Mountain Pro, and then I'm, so I'm privy to some of the stuff that you know is happening. But I like to try not to read everything, so that when I get to watch the, uh, for example, the shows whether it's Rocky Mountain Pro or go into some of the other promotions uh, in the area, you know, New Era or Lucha Libre and Laughs, the etc. I, I don't want to know everything because I want to be entertained. I want to be able to sometimes it's great just to be a fan. Like, uh, you know, somewhat recently we got to, uh, uh, just about a a week ago, we went to, um, new era, you know, you, myself, uh, a couple of our future, uh, mutual Mm -hmm. friends, uh, Jan, uh, uh, Annie and Jason and, uh, the other couple. Uh, so it's, it's great just to be able to, to enjoy it sometimes. That's, that's, that's part of what it is. It's about the entertainment. It's about the love and the passion.
0: It is. No, it, And the entertainment part is really an integral part. I have friends who who don't get it, right? They say, well, you know, it's scripted, or they'll use another word, but they're meaning it's scripted. And you know that, don't you? So why do you even mess with it when there's MMA and all of that out there? Mm -hmm. And, well, first, pro wrestling, no one gets seriously injured on purpose. And, yeah, it's scripted. That's part of the deal. There's there's an element of theater. You know, do you ever go to a uh, the theater? Maybe watch Phantom of the Opera. You know mm-hmm. what? That's scripted. Yeah,
1: it's not real. That's what I was gonna say. So yeah. so is Game of Thrones. So is so is uh, The Office. So is everything else. Yeah, <laughs> the guy who gave me the biggest hard time about
0: it is a huge Batman fan. Yeah. You know? Oh well, you know what? There isn't a real Batman at all anywhere. <laughs> right. i
1: think he's starting to get that oh cool so is this somebody you uh you're working on to uh possibly uh attend a show or two
0: uh it was until he moved to wisconsin
1: oh okay well i'm pretty sure there's there should be uh pro wrestling in the area there uh there should be pro wrestling uh pretty much in every state that i'm aware of
0: uh... i'm i'm sure there is and Milwaukee's a big enough city they have to have one or two promotions
1: yeah and Chicago is only three hours away, so it's not yeah. that bad. So yeah, that too. So you know, there's always there's always tons of um, wrestling in Chicago, um, and not and even if you nix the uh, the big promotions, uh, the 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 national companies, there's still there is a lot of independent promotions in Chicago. To be honest with you, so yeah, definitely. Yeah, there are right, and I mean,
0: yeah, I, I broke some family into it. Uh, I've got a stepdaughter who lives in Colorado Springs. We go to CSW together almost every month.
1: Yeah. You know, and speaking of that, uh, when you first, when you started uh, going to independent shows, uh, we have had um, basically kind of an explosion in, of uh, of companies, uh, you know, starting up and, and expanding the uh, area and getting things like that. Uh, what is it that uh, what is it that you see, or what is it that you enjoy seeing? All these companies. And in fact, I think even like this month, I think we've got like two more promotions, uh, lucha promotions. I think specifically that are starting um, this month. Uh, what is it that you've seen in just these last uh, seven years or so when it comes to the uh, indie indie scene here in uh, Colorado? Uh-
0: I've kind of expanded my way from RMP into the others. I don't know which ones are newer, which one are not. I've honestly got limited time and money, so I would love to make it to every show, put on every promotion.
1: Yeah.
0: But I don't think that's realistic for everyone. It, oh, no. Yeah, we can't clone ourselves
1: I, and go to everything. And I
0: experienced a certain level of frustration last year when there were so many shows on same date, same time. You <sighs> have to pick one and miss others.
1: Yeah. That's the that seems product.
0: to be resolving a lot this year, which I like.
1: Yeah, yeah, for the for the most part. And, and like, you know, and and disclaimer, listeners, if you are listening to this and you are the uh, promoter and owner of a promotion, we understand. We understand that sometimes yeah. your facility is only available. This happens to be the same day that uh, another promotion is, is running as well. And fellow fans, we do understand too that uh, you are you know um, have to make that hard choice of which one do you attend. As well, and the only thing I can say is, you know, maybe you know, go to one one month if they have a, uh, you know, conflicting date, go to the other one the next time or something like that. You know, if you want to experience that whole that whole gambit when it comes to uh, promotions.
0: There's a lot of fans of wrestling in Colorado.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. That I don't remember what the three promotions are, but I know that last year or the year before there was a day where three promotions had a show at the same time. Yeah. And you would think, Oh no, well that's horrible for them too. All three sold out. Right. So Colorado can handle it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Um, What's uh, uh, any other thought or any other experiences, uh, you know, attending uh, and just, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, being involved and, in, uh, you know, with, you know, you know, building these friendships and things like that that uh, that you've enjoyed over these years. Um, in general, I would say
0: it, it is all about the friendship and the interaction in indie wrestling you, that you don't get in the big promotions where you never actually get to see any of the talent face-to-face unless they're maybe at a merch table and you get to spend 30 seconds asking for an autograph.
1: Yeah. do They're, they're doing, like doing a meet-a-greet, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: And, and I also like the fact that indie wrestling brings in national talent. Yeah. You know, it's, a few years ago, uh, Bad Boys of Wrestling had a show up in Eagle that my wife and I went to okay yeah it's local wrestling yeah there's a lot of talent i knew from the local indies you know here in the denver area but also jake the snake greg valentine they're still around yeah they're not on the national stage anymore in a big way but they're still around and indie promotions are how you get to meet those childhood heroes too
1: yeah that yes, so so true. Uh, how how was that uh, Bad Boys of Wrestling? Because I do remember them. They they um, are kind of one of those indie promotions that did a lot of uh, uh, touring. They you know Colorado and Texas and, and and so on. How how was that event? How did you uh, like that?
0: Uh, it was a fun event. Like I said, there was some local talent, guys I knew, wrestlers I knew. And the, the few, you know, Jake and Greg, I would only criticize them for timing. Mm-hmm. It was an outdoor event, and it was in April or May, and it was in the mountains, and it was <laughs> chilly.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but as far as the quality of the show they put on, it was fantastic. Yeah.
1: Did, was it, uh, when you said that the timing, did it, did it start uh, later in the evening and not in the afternoon?
0: Yeah, it, it started... Early evening, if I'm remembering right, like about six
1: o'clock. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that can be yeah that can be tough because, uh, you know, in A- April, uh, you know, like I said, mountains. Uh, people don't know where uh, Eagle. It, you said Eagle, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So Eagle, Eagle, Colorado, for people listeners, uh, is in um on the other side of the Continental Divide, uh, in in Colorado, uh, but it's still it's still in it's still in the mountains per se. Uh, so it can get uh, cold, especially in April. Well, even in Denver, uh, those uh, <laughs> April and October shows, outdoor shows, can be uh, can be tricky because you never know. Well, just like we started this show, it's, it's May. It's snowing today. It's <laughs> so. May. It's snowing today.
0: We went to outdoor shows last week.
1: Yeah, we did. We had a lot of uh, out, we had an outdoor show last week, and it was it was great. It was windy, but uh, but it came off well. It was a, a great event as as well Also so um what I'd like to also ask you is um what is it uh that you're uh kind of maybe do you have like a like a wish list for the the future of uh the independent independent scene especially for you know Colorado uh do you do you have some things that uh you'd like to see or kind of hopes for a lot of the companies
0: what i would like to see there have been a few events where multiple of the indie companies in the region have banded together uh, the two that have come to mind immediately were both front fundraisers for people that had disastrous life events mm-hmm. where there was just an enormous show yes yeah, so we'll get all of the indies together we'll work jointly on this for a fundraiser I would love to see more joint shows that aren't motivated by disaster. Oh. That are just, yeah, we're, we're. These promotions are just saying, yeah, we'll work together. Cut on a better show, longer show, bigger talent pool. Uh, I know a couple years ago, a few years ago. Uh, Rocky Mountain Pro and Lucha Libre and Lifes work together with uh, Respect Women's Wrestling. Right. That was great. I'd like to see more of that, more of the promotions working together. Uh, every now and then I hear this behind the scenes about all these promotions fusing with their promotions and, hey, guys, cut it out.
1: <laughs> Play nice. Right.
0: There's room in Colorado for all of the promotions.
1: Yeah along that line uh what do you th- um uh hot hot topic question i guess you could say what is it do you th- you know that you suspect that uh there's you know you know of course unfortunately sometimes those kind of things happening but what do you think it will take to uh possibly do that especially maybe um you know maybe two companies uh like in particular that may have a little you know checkered history or checkered past mm-hmm. that it may have a little friction but what do you what do you think it would take to do that man i wish i had that answer
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know it takes because i don't know the cause of all of the conflict i just know some of it's there so it's really hard to speculate on what could end it or what could at least have them again play nice yeah one thing i i've seen on social media and I, I will say that they aren't naming names, but there's people in one promotion saying, well, you know, this, this, there is another promotion out there doing this bad stuff and I don't like it. Yeah. I, I, that's another. Hey, cut it out. You know, and yeah. if, yeah. if that's yeah. happening, deal with, be an adult, deal with the people who are giving you the hard time that you're giving a hard time to mm-hmm. instead of all of this vague nasty stuff on social media that doesn't accomplish anything
1: right yeah i mean isn't isn't it isn't the point of of this particular uh case this particular situation isn't it that you want to really see um you know everybody succeed put the positivity out there put the put the karma out there to to see everybody succeed and um and because the the collective the collective good Will be great for some of the goals, especially for these guys and gal wrestlers that their dream is to be uh, for this to be their job. Yeah.
0: yeah that's it exactly. Right? I'd love to see more cooperation and more joint shows.
1: Yeah. I mean, and yeah. I,
0: I know there was at least one incident where it was a joint show that led to some conflict.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, but, you know. You know no. Go ahead. Promoters yeah. talk to each other. Yeah.
0: That's it. Right. Yeah. So keep the conflict caping. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we had um we have in the past uh had uh three uh Colorado United shows. Uh the first uh the first two uh were I I very similar uh you know getting set up and then the third one was little bit different but you know it got it got done which was which was great um i i would i personally would love to see a little bit more of those because you can then highlight uh you know all the promotions and introduce uh some fans that may not know that some of these other promotions exist in the area um especially because you know let's be honest there's uh there's a lot of, uh, lucha shows that sometimes, you know, you and I are both on social media. Sometimes you miss things on social media and you don't know that there is a, a show on pretty on a particular day or particular weekend just because of the way that the algorithms work on social media. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a crazy fickle thing. And, uh, I guess, uh, I guess Elon Musk is supposed to be our savior when it comes to that, yeah. <laughs> but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> ah, that's uh, that's that's great. Um, so, um, any other uh, highlights or or things that uh, that just kind of uh, come to you when your experience when it comes to the uh, the independent scene, things that you've enjoyed? Do you have any like? like maybe crazy moments of uh, that that have happened that you've experienced in, in person that you, that you've seen like a a crazy spot or just you know kind of crazy storylines that uh maybe uh did just you remember
0: well there is always the only male wrestler to hold the women's championship <laughs> in Rocky Mountain Pro <laughs> Which that that was a Vince Russo storyline, I think, and yeah. Some people didn't like it. I loved it.
1: Yeah. And you know, and speaking of that, now, now he's five different titles in that promotion. What do you what do you think of that? I mean, is it just is it just that even though he's kind of a jerk, he kind of backs it up, unfortunately?
0: Yeah, I, I mean his character is someone that no one would ever want to hang out with.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's got the skills. Yeah. he Absolutely. has got the skills.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's just, yeah, it's crazy that, uh, that, that he's done so much. And it's, it's funny that you, that's kind of one of the moments that you are things that you kind of, kind of, uh, think of that, mm. uh, out there with everything that we've experienced. Uh, mine is always, and I always keep telling people, it was probably uh, the first show or first set of uh, TV tapings that Rocky Mountain Pro, Pro did uh, at the uh, fairgrounds after, shortly after they uh, switched from NRW to Rocky Mountain Pro. And when um, Curtis Cole uh, flipped Anaya off the... Uh, Ladder, and they had the ladder set up on the ring apron, or the edge of the ring, to the thing, and Anaya got, um, you know, fell into that ladder, and I was right there with uh, another friend that uh, got me introduced into independent wrestling, and I was like, "Well, she's this is crazy stuff. I think I'm going to enjoy this for <laughs> um, going enjoy mm-hmm. going to these shows." And here we are, uh, six years later. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
0: that, and uh, also at about that, that same time, Mario Vanger uh lecturing everyone on the how horrible sugar is
1: yeah <laughs>
0: that that had several people laughing out loud
1: oh yeah it's it's yeah it's great it's it's those mom, uh, moments the uh sugar free movement and and yep. everything yeah some of these some of these uh fantastic things which I always I always I always say that if we ever have a show uh anywhere on an April 1st that the wrestlers should do their old gimmicks for, for a night. It would just be a, a, great throw, a great throwback, you know, and what a better day to do it on April 1st.
0: Or on April 1st, they should do each other's oh. gimmicks.
1: Oh, that would be even better. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you could really have a, a lot of fun at that, and you could do a lot of great satire. <laughs> I love that idea, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so, you know, I, D- Dave, I think that might be a... Uh, fantastic place to uh, maybe wrap this uh, episode up. But uh, I do ask, uh, especially when it comes to the uh, wrestlers to like plug their social medias, upcoming shows, things like that. In the particular case of the fans I like to do is I'd like to ask them if they have any um, uh, imparting words of wisdoms, uh, uh, thoughts, uh, wishes for uh, fellow fans, um, people, etc. to, uh, when it comes to the independent scene uh, of what uh, you'd like to uh, put out there? Well, I guess
0: I'm going to kind of be plugging you too then, because my thing is the talent doesn't get paid a whole lot. And that's just a fact of life. The promotions don't have tons and tons of money to spend. Right. If you call yourself a wrestling fan, Buy the merchandise. Mm-hmm. That is the absolute best way to support pro wrestling and pro wrestlers. Is, you know, buy a T-shirt. That's dinner for them.
1: Yeah. You
0: no, know, buy, buy other merchandise. That's their car fare or their airfare. I, Artie, I already know you and I both own probably a hundred T-shirts each, and that's why.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so true. It's um, it's 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 no secret that uh the the merch game is the uh, silent money maker uh, for the for the the uh, guys and gals. Uh, it's uh, it's a great uh, way to uh, support them, uh, you know, and then also show that you're a fan and and just just telling them basically that I enjoyed your work so much, uh, even if I booed the hell out of you because you're a heel. I'm still going to buy your, uh, buy your, your shirt, your sticker, your photo and ask you for an autograph. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it. I, I like my thing is because some of my favorite wrestlers are heels. Oh yeah. And can't really go to a show wearing a heel shirt and, and cheer them because that kind of defeats the purpose of their character. Right. I'll go to a show wearing a heel shirt, uh, xing out their face with electrical tape or something
1: <laughs> I've seen they're it. still
0: showing support you know so they, hey i like you enough to spend money on you and i understand you enough to treat you like a heel
1: right <laughs> and i'm gonna show you i'm gonna show you that uh like I said, I think with the the electrical tape uh, bit that that you've got going on is that I that I once again I'm, I'm showing you that I enjoy your so work so much that I want you to see me that I want to have uh, be able to have a little interactivity with you and tell you basically uh, in the heat of the moment in the heat of the show that that I that I'm going to be um, you know uh, be the the fan that's going to boo you but secretly I'm telling you I enjoy your yeah. your, your your craft. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I say I love you by saying boo. (laughs)
1: That's great. That's great. uh, Right there. That's going to be the exclamation point to this episode. (laughs) Uh, uh, Dave, thank you once again for coming on to uh, this uh, episode, this podcast, and uh, chatting with me and everything like that. And uh, I guess I will probably be uh, hopefully seeing you this uh, weekend, as long as we don't get snowed in Denver to go uh, to enjoy all the shows that we've got uh, coming up.
0: Absolutely. I'll see you at them.
1: Once again, a big, huge thank you to Dave Conway for coming on to this Fan Friday edition of the Wrestling With Altitude podcast and uh, just uh, letting him introduce himself to all of our listeners and you've probably uh, seen him around in a lot of the uh, events that uh, we all go to and everything like that. All right, so let's do a a couple weeks in review since it's been a little bit of time since we've recorded an episode, just uh, trying to get uh, people uh, on and uh, recorded. Sometimes schedules don't uh, get coordinated, but uh, here we are. So what I got to experience these uh, last few weeks, so of course uh, continuing on with the uh, Rocky Mountain Pro Ignition every Tuesday down at the Wimmer Arena in Inglewood, Colorado. It's been uh, some great, great shows, a lot of uh, fun stuff to watch, and a lot of the, uh, these uh, young uh, guys and gals uh, you know, making their uh, selves known to uh, get onto uh, Rocky Mountain Pro Charged and even possibly some of the uh, Rocky Mountain pay-per-views. So you guys are not attending or not watching you guys are missing out and need to very much so uh then also uh we uh had the uh 13th uh last friday uh we had the rocky mount pro uh back up to uh romero's up in lafayette romero's a fantastic place uh one of the funnest unique places like i say that we uh Go to uh with uh, Rocky Mountain Pro and it was a, a great event and once again if you guys are missing these uh, these live events uh, especially because of the product that Rocky Mountain Pro does and I'm not just saying that just because I am the merch coordinator is it just because of everything is just kind of going together and if you missing these things you may be missing out some things that are going to be called back in uh, the ignition and the charge and the pay-per-view so it's something to definitely keep an eye on then, on Saturday the uh, 14th, May the 14th be with you with that New Era of Wrestling, got to just be a fan uh, for once, which was a, a fantastic thing, and uh, it was a lot of fun just uh, being in uh, the traditional fourth row spot and uh, watching and just enjoying the entertainment from the guys and the gals. A lot of things. Saw some, uh, uh, some firsts and some uh, favorites, uh, some uh, favorite matches and uh, best matches of uh, Some particular uh, wrestlers that I've uh, seen before. Uh, I think they're they're best matches that I've ever seen on uh, on a few of them so that's always a great thing to see and experience especially since I've seen a lot of these guys and gals uh, for uh, years and a lot of things uh, happening from month to month with uh, New Era Wrestling so don't shy away from New Era as well to attend their shows because they've got a lot happening from month to month and they do uh, progressive storylines too so try not to miss out Uh, otherwise you will be playing catch-up sometimes and when you go to their shows and you miss a show of theirs as well. But what do we have for the future? So the future, we've got uh, a pretty good uh, full uh, week end of uh, wrestling. Uh, we've got on Saturday, the uh, 21st, we have uh, Colorado Springs Wrestling. They have their Batter Up show. So uh, just in time for May. Uh, so and you guys may be asking, why is Batter Up in May and not April when mlb starts here's your answer um i'm a fan of baseball as you guys know but the minor leagues uh and some of the independent ball leagues don't necessarily start until may now in colorado springs we have the rocky mountain vibes now uh and uh their mascot is uh toasty he's a, a s'more and Toasty has uh, appeared at uh, a, f- a few of the uh, Colorado Springs events. And he's going to be there at the this event. So here we go. This is why batter up. So what is the up for Toasty? You know, him and uh, Ruthless Ran- Randy Root have gotten into it uh, a few times and things like that. So it's going to be a fantastic event to attend. And we also are going to have a, a crowning of the first ever Four Corners Territé Femme Fatale Women's Division Championship. So they're right there. If that doesn't get you, those two things don't get you excited. Hopefully something else will as well so i hope to see you guys make it out to uh colorado springs this uh saturday for their shows you want to get tickets and all the information uh best thing to do is just head over to their uh facebook page colorado springs wrestling and you can get those uh tickets for that so hope to see you guys attend that there on sunday i think we've got a couple of events so I think we've got the uh, IWC Legacy. They're having their next event. It's at 4 o'clock from the Legacy Events Center in Westminster. It's Tiantes, which I believe is, if my Spanish is correct, if I'm wrong, please correct me. it uh, would be great. But I think that's uh, Giants or something to that effect. So it's going to be a uh, fantastic uh, show. we got a lot of uh, uh, you know talent coming in as well as all your uh, local talent. And this is going to be a fun thing. Uh, best thing to do is uh, get over to uh, IWC Legacy Denver, Colorado's Facebook page. You get all the information about uh, where this thing is at, how to get tickets, and stuff like that. I believe it's only uh, thirty-five dollars for your general admission. And uh, as t- attending uh, IWC uh, quite a few times, it's always a great event to attend. There also on Sunday, on Sunday, uh, Hugo's is having their event. Uh, they've got an event from the uh, Cool Event Center in Aurora, Colorado. Uh, it's uh, going to be opening the doors at 5.30 p.m., so I'm assuming that the show's probably going to start at uh, 6 p.m. Uh, I've never been to the Cool Event uh, Center, but I hear it uh, good things about it. So if you guys are in the area, get your uh, information on the tickets over at, uh, once again, the best thing to do is over to Hugo's uh, uh, Lucha Libre, uh, Facebook page and you'll be able to see uh all that too They've got a lot of uh talent coming in as well as a lot of uh, uh local talent and uh it, you'll see all kinds of uh fun things, uh, happening there. And you got to go over to their Facebook page. They got a lot of, uh, craziness and fun things that, uh, they're getting, they've been uh, promoting with it. So just, uh, go out there and have some fun with the, the Lucha lure. So that's it with, uh, the upcoming schedule. Uh, before I do let you go, if you want to help support the show, which would be greatly appreciated, Uh, as well as all the other things that I do, head over to my Pro Wrestling Tees website at prowrestlingtees.com slash MrForthRow. You can purchase a shirt uh, for Wrestling With Altitude, as well as some of the other podcasts that I do, things out there. There may even be some Mr. Fourth Row shirts in the future. Hint, hint. Be greatly appreciated. I am almost sold out of uh, shirts I have on hand. I have one shirt left. It is a large, I believe, so if you want to get that shirt right away, uh, be uh, greatly appreciated. If you want to just send me a message somewhere on the social medias or the email, That would be great. I'll get that uh, over to you. Uh, And then also coming to that, if you want to get in contact with the show, WrestlingWithAltitude.com is the website. Podcast at WrestlingWithAltitude.com is the email address. On Facebook at WrestlingWithAltitude. And on Twitter of the handle of WrestleAltitude. Once again, thank you all for listening and having fun wrestling with Altitude.